Thanks again for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. We are free and, in fact, available wherever you get your podcast. Do us a favor and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Hit the bell for notifications. Upvote the video itself and comment down below. We'd appreciate it very much. We're here with John Gillespie, who was at the Grow Bowl, another of our firsthand accounts of the game. How you doing, John? I am good. It's recording this on a Sunday, kind of a well, I would say it's a lazy Sunday. Me and my father are actually loading up some lawnmowers to go get serviced uh, later on today, but um, it, it, it's a good day. I'll, I'll say it, that. Yeah, in Mississippi, it's getting to be about that time of year, isn't it? It very much is. Yeah, we actually killed a snake earlier, which was fun. Um, so it's that time of year too, sadly. Well, if you need to feel better, it is always that time of year here. <laughs> that is true, yeah. So it is what it is. Anyway, you went to the Grow Bowl. What, what were your impressions of the Grow Bowl, the things you came away with? Well, I, I think, you know, my, my biggest takeaway that I wanted to kind of, and I wrote this last night, I wanted to temper some of the fans' emotions a little bit that might have been concerned about the defense. Okay, that was by design. That was first and foremost. Kiffin wanted a high-scoring game, um, he, and obviously tackling is is going to be limited in things like this in the spring, especially when, you know, there's some injuries already on the roster. But, um, yeah, all three quarterbacks looked incredible. Uh, incredible maybe a stretch, but all three quarterbacks looked good. Um, you know, I know obviously that's going to be what's on most fans' minds uh, this offseason leading up to the fall. Um, I thought Spencer Sanders had a really good day. Uh, I honestly thought Dart had a really good day too. Just some some drops kind of hampered him. But what what I was looking for the most is how he ran the offense and how the ball looked out of his hand. And man, from a bird's eye view, that his passes have a lot more zip on them than they did a year ago. Um, and I thought his decisions were better. I thought he was more poised in the pocket. And then of course there's Walker Howard, right? Who um, is obviously the the youngest of the guys in that room but man I, I tweeted yesterday that uh, a healthy walker howard in the future is is going to be special for Ole Miss because that guy has something about him that that poise that um quarterback mind i guess so to speak and he's got the physical characteristics to go along with it too so um and and too i guess i'll add too that uh you know we saw the running backs involved in the passing game some right i mean we saw uh, Judkins and Bentley and, you know, you know, catching passes out of the backfield or um, even in the end zone. And, you know, we knew that those those guys, especially Judkins, were going to have a few more wrinkles in the offense this year. But I think that is a very vanilla version of what we may see some more of in the fall. Yeah, and I'm I'm about to be I don't I don't know if hyperbolic is the right word, but I'm going to be a little bit exuberant in my comparison. But Walker Howard, when I see him, the comp the comparison that I would make would be like Matt Corral with Eli's mind. And yeah. and that that's what I see when he's playing the ball. He if you take away the early hotheadedness that we saw under of Matt Corral and just kind of put that easy Eli mentality into it, he's got the same toolkit as Matt Corral. He's got an absolute cannon for an arm. He's unbelievably accurate, and he made some plays in the Grow Bowl that were well beyond his years. And mm-hmm. I, I walked out of that game. I, I think I tweeted um, that he just looked different when he plays, and it was actually liked by Chris Mangum um, yeah. on our Twitter timeline. Yeah, because I went to high school with Chris, but mm-hmm. a former Ole Miss great, former Ole Miss All-American tight end, Chris Mangum. And 
It's interesting. I think this quarterback competition is as it's advertised. I do not want to hear have let people think that I'm trying to stir up something here. I think Jackson is in the lead. I don't think that lead is as big as we thought it was and was being made led to believe it was. Yeah. Well, and I, I think, too, that we we saw a little bit of an indication that Jackson was in the lead because of um, – now, I know some of it is, is kind of draft-related, but, I mean, he, he wound up with a lot of the ones, right? I mean, you know, he had Judkins, for instance, and things like that. Um, but, man, with, with how much – we saw Spencer Sanders yesterday and what he was able to do with the football in his hands, whether it be through the air, you know, he, he found Michael Trigg a lot. And, you know, last year, Michael Trigg had a big spring game too, but Ole Miss is going to need him to take a step forward as well. And yesterday was a good indication for that. Um, but man, what, what has impressed me more about Spencer uh, even even more so than his arm, which we know is good is his legs. I mean, the, the kid can fly. Okay, and um, man, I I know old, Matt Corral and Dart are both solid runners, but Spencer in the open field is dangerous. Yeah. And so, yeah, I, I do think that 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 competition may be a little bit closer than we thought. But I do think Jackson has has the leg up right now. Yeah, and in a situation with a scrimmage like this, people need to realize when they're not playing real football. Spencer Sanders is a little bit lesser version of himself because whenever they're full tackle, full contact, full ready to go in his athleticism, he is a more dangerous quarterback than somebody that where you just two-hand touch him. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, that he can do some really special things. And I, I'm excited about the quarterbacks. I think all three quarterbacks are good. I think Ole Miss potentially has the best quarterback room in the country um, from what I've seen. I mean, the, I it, I, I just don't see how they could do it. I do think, and I've said this pretty consistently throughout the whole spring, either Spencer or Jackson is going to be the first string, string, string quarterback this year. And the backup, I think, is going to be Walker Howard. And whoever loses the job is either going to transfer out or redshirt, or, but he'll be third, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, I, I, can, I can see that. I think that would be – I think that would probably be the best answer to what is a good problem to have. Um, and, and I think some, some fans are, are willing or, you know, eager, I guess, to almost view this, this competition as a bad thing sometimes mm-hmm. because it's like, you, you know, you like to go into seasons knowing who your guy is under center. But what I don't think people are realizing is that you also want to go into the season with as much talent at every position as you can. Okay. Whereas if, you know, first string guy gets hurt, you don't have a drop off really. Um, and I, I think that was the goal for Lane Kiffin this offseason. One, yes, for competition, make everybody better, all those cliches, but two, just make your roster better. Okay. Make your roster better at every position that you can. And I think he absolutely did that this offseason because let let's think back to last year's Grove Bowl. Okay. Last year Man, the sky was falling after everyone saw the quarterbacks a season ago, right? Because it was a very different story than it was yesterday. Um, so if that was the goal going into this, I think he's definitely succeeded in that. Yeah, and, you know, people, the fans do want the quarterback competition over. They've been pr- trying to prematurely say Jackson's the guy. There's different camps and factions that always seem to develop in these things. But 
the improvement that Jackson Dart made between December and March was immense. And that is because of the competition of Spencer Sanders coming in, of Walker Howard being in the building, and the urgency that has developed. This situation is not a bad thing, and just because somebody might want it over, I mean, that's that's pro- might not be good for the university, honestly. Yeah, uh, I mean, and I know I feel like it's almost it's it's almost said too much that competition does make you better. Um, or you're going you're either going to fold or you're going to get better. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of what we said coming into this thing. Um, but it's, it's true. I mean, people say it all the time for a reason. Right. And, um, you know, Kiffin said as much yesterday in, in his postgame media availability, but he didn't harp as much on the competition aspect of it as much as he did just, Hey, go out and make your roster better. Go out and make the position groups better, which he had to do. Right. Especially after Luke Altmeyer got in the portal and, and departed. Um, so, you know, go out and find the best guys and, and get them and let the competition play out as it may. All right, let's talk about players of the Grove Bowl. These are the rules. Okay, only one quarterback can be selected, but two offensive players and two defensive players. Who you got? Hmm. All right, offensive. I'll go Spencer Sanders. Um Michael Trigg. Okay. Um, I, th- I think those are my two. Yeah, that's really good. And also a really good thing for Lane Kiffin to separate Jackson Dart and Michael Trigg in the spring game. Because last year, mm-hmm. Trigg and Dart's familiarity allowed them to make some plays in an otherwise dire situation. This kind of eliminated stuff like that from happening so you can kind of get a good read of what's going on. Defensively, two players that were players of the Grove Bowl. Uh, let's see. I will go – I'm having to go back and look at some of these stats right quick um, because of how they registered tackles and things of like that. I'll, I'll go Sanders. Um, he had the interception. He led the team in tackles. And, man, I, I, I know that the, the stats may not be there, but I heard Monty Montgomery's name a lot yesterday in the, in the box. He did flash. Yeah, it, it's yeah. one of those things where they, he was popping up on the broadcast as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, and that's, again, it, in the way the spring game is formatted, the defensive guys were going to be at a disadvantage. Mm-hmm. So you kind of had to, you know, pay close attention to that side a little bit. Um, and, you know, him him popping up like that is, is obviously going to be big um, for Pete Golding and company this year because, man, if he, if he stays healthy, he's there, you know. Yeah, and Ole Miss fans worried about the defense do also need to remember that spring games and professional wrestling have a lot in common. I saw you tweet that yesterday. Yeah, I was like, yeah, that's 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 a pretty good comparison. Yeah, it's one of those things where they, at the end of the game, they just made a two-point conversion for a – they erased a 14-point deficit right there on the last mm-hmm. drive. It was, it was amazing. Penalties. And they, we, we were actually taking the elevator down to go to um, – the Manning center for interviews yesterday. And we heard on the assistant SIDs wonky tonky that, Hey, Kiffin wants to add seven points to the red team. You know, can, you know, we'll probably need to announce that that's happening or something. And I was like, yep, he wants to put this in a game winning situation Hmm. just to see how dart and company respond to it. 
Um, and I, so I didn't see any of that last drive really. Uh, but I saw how it ended, but, um, yeah, I was like, mm, okay, that's exactly what he's doing here, which it made sense, right? I mean, it's, you, you make the rules of your own spring game, do what you want. Um, you know, put those guys in a situation to go down the field and win and just see kind of what happens. Yeah. And, um, before we get out of here, Chris Marshall, that guy's going to be a dude. But yeah. And that we knew that, right. Yeah. But Kiffin said, yeah, that, were, did you watch it on TV? I did. I did. Okay. So Kiffin talked some about him yesterday. Obviously we, we wrote a little bit about that, but, um, man, his skill set in this offense is going to be special. Um, yeah. because like, we, we know what kind of offense he came from, even, and I, I don't have the whole feud thing with Texas A&M like some people do, but um, we know what kind of offense he came from, and now he's coming to an offense like this, regardless of who the quarterback is, he's going to have somebody talented getting in the football. Mm-hmm. And that's that's dangerous, right? And, and Ole, Ole Miss needed that too, okay? Very, very much so after what they lost out of that super room. Yeah, he's, he's going to be special. Yeah, he's um, pre-injury Laquan, in my opinion. He, he he is something that is going to be vital to this offense. And we didn't even get to see Trey Harris. He was out. Braylon Brown was out. The receiving core is not where it's going to be. Aiden Williams has not made it to campus yet. And then Suntarian Perkins, you know, it was important for Ladarius Tennyson to flash. And he did. You could tell he was kind of a caged, caged person wanting to just put everybody in the ground. But Suntarian in his position, that is going to be the competition we're looking for in the fall, I think. Mm-hmm. yep i agree so so anyway john thank you very much and everybody thanks again for making the locked on Ole miss podcast your first listen every day make sure you check out our brand new podcast locked on college basketball it has everything you need to know about college basketball in one place but you plus you get to hear from big name insiders experts coaches and players locked on college basketball available on youtube and wherever you get your podcast john thank you so much for stopping by today we'll, we'll talk to you next week bud All right. Always a pleasure, Stephen. Thank you. All right.